Welcome to Heal Into Happy. I invite you to take an adventure with me into your very own universe as I guide you to go within, release your fears, and become empowered to create a life you love. I am your host, Lark Allen. My intention is to help you shine a light on everything that is keeping you from being truly free. You can expect this healing journey to be filled with love, laughter, clarity, and fun. Are you ready to take a leap of faith? Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so excited to have Amy McNally on today as we dive into co-creating heaven on earth together. She is such a kindred soul. We have definitely known each other in other lifetimes. She is the sweetest, kindest, joyful entrepreneur that I have ever come across. And I know that you all are going to fall deeply in love with her just as I have. Before I introduce her, I'm going to share more about her so that you can get to know her and then you'll get to hear her. All right. Amy McNally is a marriage and family therapist, mentor, and coach who works with ambitious female entrepreneurs. She has created a global coaching business and continues to impact lives around the world through her private coaching group programs and her online community. She lives in Hawaii on a two-acre farm full of fruit trees and animals with her wonderful husband, Jordan. When she's not working, you can find her outside harvesting fruit, feeding the free-range chickens, and we might be hearing the chickens today. How exciting is that? (laughs) Exploring new beaches or snuggling with her chihuahua, Dobie. He is the cutest. Amy is an expert at helping her clients process and release negative emotions by guiding them through emotional freedom technique, also known as tapping. She enjoys helping women better understand their stress response system and how to regulate it. She strives to help women live a more balanced life by focusing on three pillars, which include self, health, and wealth. She enjoys teaching her clients how to prioritize self-care, feminine energy, and energetic alignment. Ah, Amy, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so honored to have you on. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. And just hearing your kind words about me gave me goosebumps and brought tears to my eyes. So I know that what we co-create today is going to be magical. Absolutely. Yeah, it's been so fun. Amy and I found one another and it was just love at first sight. And we've done some co-creating and collaborating together. Then she moved to Hawaii and we're going to have to have a catch-up session and start working together more because I miss you so much seeing your gorgeous face. I just, uh, I'm like, I need more Amy in my life. I know. I'm literally feeling the same. I'm like, oh, you know, with the time zones and you know, that was such an adjustment moving here. And it's been wonderful and amazing, but it's definitely had its challenges of like, you know, my core community and my people. It's like, you know, connecting with them when they're five, six hours, different time zones. I'm waking up, their day's halfway gone, but we're going to have to make a a conscious, intentional effort to, to be in each other's circles a little more. Yes, definitely. Definitely. So how many chickens do you have? 
So it's kind of funny when we purchased this home slash farm literally one year ago, which is kind of crazy. We just wow, congratulations. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. So when we purchased it, I would say we inherited it about 20. Wow. Um, It was quite the flock. And I think that he was, you know, using the, the previous owner, he was using them for their eggs and you know, like really had an operation going and I have taken them on more as pets than, you know, I, I'm ironically, I'm actually highly allergic to eggs. So <laughs> I, I don't eat their eggs. Do you gift them? Like what, what's happening? Yes. So we have neighbors. We're surrounded by neighbors out here in our own little community. Uh-huh. And we just, we share the love, we share the wealth because I don't know, I think after like having them as pets, it's a little hard for me to to wrap my head around eating them. And it just makes it really easy because I'm allergic. But yes, we definitely share the love and we could probably sell them. But it's like, you know what? Let's just give. Let's let's just give from our heart. So we share them with our neighbors. It's really sweet. I love that so much. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's interesting that you have an allergy. Yeah, I want to meet them. We're going to have to do a tour of everything so that I can see everything. And then So what fruits are there on your property? So I would say everybody's always enamored with the chickens, but I would say like my favorite part of living here is just, it's really all the different fruit trees. And so some of my favorites, I'll just share because there's literally so many. We have mangoes, like big, juicy, delicious mangoes that are growing. We have guavas we probably have the most guava trees out of everything so I've really learned to love and embrace those because we just have I mean it's so funny because I love to live in abundance and you know think of like just how much there is of everything and just walking around the land it's like wow there's just such an abundance of guava and just greenery and trees so we have lemons I love our lemon trees and The really neat thing is all these were established when we purchased the farm. So it's not like we've had to plant any of these. So they're mature. They are almost caught. Something is always fruiting, which is really neat, even though not everything is fruiting at the same time. We have apple trees. Oh, we have orange trees, which is really cool. Oh my goodness. It's surreal. And I think it's, it's such a grounding moment, you know, just to, you know, work with people, but then to be able to go outside and it's like, you, you literally can't even see like another house from our property. And so it's just like, you're in your own little oasis. So just about anything you can imagine. We have avocado. Wow. I mean, your skin is glowing. So (laughs) I mean, the juicing and all of the things, I mean, I'm imagining juicing, avocado toast, like that's all you need in the world. Literally. And so it's kind of funny. We had a ton of fruit trees established, but my husband and I, we recently tried to start a garden. I mean, I should say we we did start a garden, but we're waiting for the things to grow because that, mm-hmm. that was the one thing. There wasn't really like vegetables, you know, there's mm-hmm. all these fruit trees, but we're just really trying to, you know, live off of the land as much as we can. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's definitely cut down on grocery bills, which is kind of neat because, you know, yeah. you just go out and pick stuff and you're right. We do a lot of juicing. I make a lot of jam. So I've, I've gotten really crafty. I, oh, we have coconuts too. I forgot. To 
Oh my goodness. Wow. So have you learned how to like cut them like the coconut drink and like just drink them? Yeah. I'll have to send you a video. My husband has perfected it. I have not, but we have, I think at least five or six very established coconut trees that have coconuts on them at any given time. And so he has to use a ladder and shimmy up there and get down (laughs) and cut them open. But it's like the most incredible thing to just be able to drink fresh coconut water, like from your land. It's I can't even imagine. That is so cool. What about bananas? Oh my gosh. How did I forget bananas? Yes. We (sighs) have an entire banana grove actually. Oh my goodness. Stella would just like be in heaven. Mango, banana, coconut. I mean, mm, what else do you need? (laughs) Yeah. There's literally nothing else. Yeah. We started a little garden this year for the first time. And we learned a lot. I just am like giving myself grace. Like, you know, it's my first year. So it's kind of like kindergarten and I learned a lot and some things grew well, some things didn't, some things I realized need more space, but I'm so excited because I was never taught any of that. And so I'm really excited for Stella to be growing up, learning to appreciate the land so much. So that's so cool that you're doing that. If we ever come your way, we have to come and see everything. Please do. I would, and whatever's in season, you can take as much as you want. I literally was just telling my, my husband over the weekend, I was like, we should have, you know, like where they have little farms where you can like, you know, come pick your own fruit. I was like, we should set something like that up. Like, you know, allow people to come pick whatever they want, you know, just off our, cause it's, it's way too much for him and I, and hmm. you know, we've, we've even contacted local grocery stores and farmers markets and, you know, they're always willing to take it. Cause they're, again, there's such an abundance, but yeah, please. I would love for you to come visit. Oh my goodness. Have you ever thought of like, doing a little juicing business on the side. Like, I don't know, like that would be amazing for you to, oh, or your jams. Yes. So so I thought about it. I even like went as far as like making and ordering like these really cute little stickers and jars, you know, like the stickers and it's, I don't even remember what it said, like made with love on the McNally farm or something, but it definitely crossed my mind. However, I give so much prop and credit to the people that are doing that because one, it's very time consuming. And two, you really, it's time consuming. I'll, I'll say that. So it needs working, to be like your passion, probably. Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> working full time plus trying to navigate, I can see where somebody would easily make that like a very serious hobby or full time job. Like it, there's a lot that goes into it, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. That would be a lot. Wow. That is so cool. I'm so happy for you. And, you know, I just love that you moved yourself to Tampa and then you upgraded and up-leveled even more by moving there. And I just have to, before we get started on the questions, I just have to hear about a whale experience. That is a life dream of mine to be near whales. So I would love to hear your favorite whale story. Yes. So... Oh, it gives me goosebumps just thinking about it, honestly. So our first year here, we're coming up on two two years of living in Hawaii, which is crazy. Our first year here, we... Do you hear the chickens? They did. They no. made their appearance. Oh. 
they're like, no, you're not talking about whales. Please, please focus on me. So we celebrated my birthday, actually. And we went on a whale watch. Now, the interesting thing was we chose because there's different. It's such a attraction here, right? Because they're, it's amazing like to be able yeah. to see these whales in their wild habitats. So they have everything from like these really big like yacht boats that you can go out on and, you know, observe the whales. And for whatever reason, I don't I don't know what made us choose this, but we chose actually it was like a small raft. So it was very intimate, very small, which meant that you actually got to be significantly closer to the whales. Right. And so there was extra magic in the air because, it, you know, we were celebrating my birthday and it was towards the end of the season because that's the other thing with Hawaii. The whales are only here seasonally. So we were kind of coming down on, you know, towards the end of whale season and our guides even kind of like prepped us like, hey, we might not see as many today because it's towards the end of the season. Again, we were just happy. We were, you know, newly to Hawaii. We're like, are you kidding me? We're out on a boat. Like, you know, we're going to see whales. And so we ended up seeing the most that they had seen that entire season. I have goosebumps on our trip. Mind you, they literally were like, we might not see any. And they actually, there was like, I'm not sure what they call them, like a pack of them. And some of them went under underneath our boat. Mind you, when I say boat, that's a very generous term. It was literally like a raft that seats like 15 people or something. I mean, it's a pretty small raft. Wow. Remember them going underneath the boat. Now they didn't like tip the boat or touch the boat. But I remember looking over and you could see their massive bodies just swimming underneath. And I just started crying. Tears were just below I mean I think somebody probably thought I was like scared or something was wrong but to be that close and to see them literally swimming underneath your boat now they weren't very far underneath our boat I think it's like you can see when you're that close to them it's like they were something on their body like reflects and it almost looks like iridescent and it was just the most magical birthday experience that I will remember forever and ever and ever. Wow. And I mean, they were being so gentle. They wanted to come closer to all of you or they wouldn't have done it. And they could easily have capsized the boat if they wanted to. So it was a beautiful interaction. I've been reading and understanding so much about dolphins and whales being here to help us elevate our consciousness and to help us be in a higher vibration. And so, yeah, I'm sure that when you go back to that moment, your vibration like instantly rises. Instantly. And I, because I remember all the sensations. I remember what I was wearing. I remember what that iridescent glitter looked like on their bodies. I remember just the sheer size. Like, of course we all know they're big, but when you're out there, And you're in something so small and you're absolutely right. They could have easily tipped the boat, bumped the boat. They they could have done so many things and they're just so gentle. And I, that was my favorite part, them going underneath the boat. But of course they were putting on a show and they were coming up and they were slapping their tails. And it's just like, they are so playful. It's like playfulness and majestic rolled into one. And it's, it's incredible. Uh. 
Wow. They're definitely angels. And that is just such a beautiful experience. I'm so happy that you had it. Thank you. If you ever come here to see the McNally farm, where I'm also going to take you out. and we're going I want to the little boat. Whale. Yes. I want the little boat for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. Well, I am so excited for us to anchor in some more heaven on earth by just gathering when two or more gather so many amazing things happen. And I am so excited to hear your answers to these questions. So let's get started with it. Let's do it. Number one, tell me a time that you have experienced heaven on earth. Besides the story that you just told me. (laughs) Right. I was going to say, it's interesting because since living here, I could honestly tell you a few different experiences, but I think the one that still transports me the most is cliche as it probably is, is my wedding day. Oh, that's that's beautiful. I know. I, I, again, I could share other experiences, but that one, it's just like, there was so much love that day. And it was just our immediate family. So we did a destination wedding and it's it's interesting. So at the time we were living in Iowa, which is where I was born and raised and grew up. And I knew my heart and my soul was always so connected to the ocean, like so connected to the ocean and dolphins and whales and just turtles and everything that, you know, encompasses the ocean. And so we had a destination wedding on the beach in Florida. It was actually St. Petersburg, Florida. And I just remember that day. I mean, our immediate family had flown in and we were surrounded by such beauty, which again, I was like, you know, very farm centered and corn and potatoes. And, you know, you're looking at like crops and, you know, like just empty fields. Like, and again, I have so much love and respect for that because that's where I came from. But I I didn't grow up around the ocean. I didn't grow up near that. So to be in such a beautiful place surrounded by not only my now husband, but our immediate family. Oh, it was just the beauty of that and the love. Like, you know, there was no, not that there would be, but like there was just no anger, no fear. No, It was just like the most intense, pure love emanating from everybody. And you know, we, my husband and I actually just celebrated our seventh wedding anniversary and we watch our wedding video every year. And every year it brings like tears to my eyes because you just still feel so much love coming from every, and happiness. Like, oh, so that would definitely probably take the cake on one of my top heaven on earth experiences. You just shared your picture, one of the pictures, and oh my gosh, you look like such an angel. I got married at the beach too at Clearwater, really close to where you lived, and your dress was just so angelic. Like I love that you went full princess angelic on the beach. You know, like you you, you combined the both of them so beautifully. I just love your dress. Thank you. I had to stay true to me, right? I think I have like flip-flops or like no shoes on underneath, but the dress, that was something I was not compromising. I had always envisioned having, you know, such a beautiful, poofy princess dress and I found it. I love that. 
All right. Question number two. Here is a magic wand. And with this magic wand, you can create heaven on earth. What is heaven on earth for you? Mm, I love this question so much. This would be such a good like journaling prompt each day. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I invited all of us like at the beginning of all of this. Let's all just journal about this every day to just keep anchoring it in more and more and more. I love that. So heaven on earth to me is really kind of simple, but also really profound and lacking a little bit. And that is all animals and people having adequate food and housing and love. Yes, that is absolutely heaven on earth. I love that. And I think that, you know, living in Hawaii, it's definitely opened up my eyes. There's more of a homeless population here, which again, was, I was not aware, you know, it's just, it's things you don't know until you Uh experience it and you Uh see it. And, you know, there's a lot of issues with animals, like stray animals, feral animals. And it's like, oh, wow. I know you, you're probably wanting to (laughs) open up a sanctuary on your property. (laughs) No, for real though. And it's, it's funny because we started this kind of by talking about the chickens and You know, I, again, to me, they're pets. Like I can hold some of them. I've raised two of them from chicks, like abandoned chicks, like their mom sometimes, you know, will just abandon them or something happens to them. And so I've literally from like holding them in my hands have raised two. And it's funny because other chickens have migrated here that aren't quote unquote, our original ones. And I like to just, I always tell my husband, because he's like, oh, a, a new chicken arrived, you know, like, <laughs> oh, where's that one from? And I always just tell him, like, it's the light. Like they, they, and I always say, like, whoever shows up here, whatever welcome. animal that may be, like, they're welcome. Like they have a home here for life, you know, like as, as long as we're here, like they're going to be fed. Again, they're going to have adequate food, housing and love. And to me, like, that's heaven on earth. I don't, it hurts my heart when other people are struggling in in any capacity. I totally agree. Until we're all thriving, it really, you know, there's just like a little bit of our heart that can't, you know, just live in that complete bliss, you know? Yeah. I totally feel that. I love that so much. And I am so happy that we're anchoring that in because that is definitely... So important and everybody getting enough hugs and, you know, just feeling the presence of the community, no one being left behind. Absolutely. And I think that we need that more than ever now. You know, a lot of people were isolated for so long and, you know, some places are still more isolated than others. I mean, we still have restrictions here in terms of gatherings and, you know, how many people can be together at once. And, things like that. And there was so much disconnection the last few years that we need that more than ever. I mean, we need to feel love. We need to feel like we belong to something. We need to feel cared about. And, you know, like there's a community of people that has our back and we have theirs. Like that is so important. Isn't it interesting that the silver linings of everything that we've lived through in the last couple of years is that we are... Like I know so many people that are starting to garden now, so many people that are earthing, getting grounding shoes, just really enjoying the embrace of other humans. And I feel like sometimes these kinds of things can happen to help us appreciate the things that really, truly matter. 
You know, we can get away from everything with technology and with X, Y, and Z. And instead, just coming back to the simple foundation of what is really important. I agree. I mean, there's, yeah, there's definitely been some silver linings in it with things like that, you know, and people feeling comfortable to step out of their comfort zones, right? And trying new things. And it was so interesting when you were talking about your garden. And it, it's such a learning process because well, it's it like, is. you know, does this thing need sun? Does it need more sun? Does it need less sun? Does it need more water? Does it does it like this place? I mean, it, it's such a learning process because, I mean, we've experienced that here too with just the stuff we've tried to, you know, grow ourselves. And it's so rewarding though. Like I would choose that over, you know, sitting in front of a TV or scrolling on social media. It's like there's something so connecting about being out in nature and growing your own stuff. And not that a garden's the only thing, but it's just like, that was something that maybe wouldn't have appealed to a lot of people before now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we we needed a little bit of a pause for sure to recalibrate to what's really important. Okay, question number three. What simple, easy, concrete step will you take in the next 24 hours to make heaven on earth real? This is such a good question. I think that, because again, a lot of us are big dreamers, right? And I would love to someday have a public charity or a sanctuary or something to help people and animals in need. But in terms of immediate, I think there's two things that come to my mind. And the first is because we have such an abundance of fruit and food here at the farm, something I haven't done yet, but have really wanted to is to create like little baskets or bags and just hand them out to, you know, I know where the homeless population is and, you know, really just distributing like healthy, good, nutritious food among them. Like it, it costs me nothing, right? Other than time to go out and pick it and then deliver it. So I really want to do more of that. So getting together a fruit basket would be something I can do in the next 24 hours and just really telling people that I love them more. There's a chicken for you. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, I love that so much. Oh yeah. my gosh. And I was just like, I had a vision of you doing that and them opening up the container and there being a love note in it. You know, I love you. I believe in you. And just how impactful and life-changing that could be because to end up on the street somewhere, it's like, the person has lost the belief in their potentiality. And so I just see you like angel wings up and just that being so impactful and life-changing. I mean, a complete service that, oh my gosh, I can't thank you enough for doing. I just had the most intense full body goosebumps listening to you because it's such a small thing, honestly. And it's like, it can create such a positive impact. And I love, love, love the idea of including a note in there. And it's unfortunate, but I think that some people are even a little uncomfortable saying, I love you to like a stranger or to somebody they might not know super well. And so even just flipping that to you are loved, whether that's by me or other people, like you are loved and you matter. And you deserve to be here. You deserve this food. You deserve all the good things. Yes, I love that. Yeah, I feel like I've realized so much that we're all just mirrors for each other. And I believe that when we cross over the Rainbow Bridge, that we will realize 
how connected we are. So yeah, one of the things that I love to do is really make eye contact during walks and really say hello. And sometimes it takes people aback because people kind of like pass each other and I love it so much. And then I see them, you know, like smiling extra as they go by. So, you know, just making eye contact and then delivering something so nutritious and so sweet and so kind. Oh my goodness. I know that it'll be such an impact and I can't wait to hear what happens because I have a feeling that these people will somehow come out into the world and say, oh my gosh, this angel just, you know, gave me a note, fed me nutritious food and gave me a note that she believed in me. And it helped me awaken to the fact that I believe in me too. It truly is beautiful. And my three things are heaven on earth that people can have food, housing and love. You know, and if I could help with two of those, help giving them some love and some food, it's like, gosh, that's infinitely closer to the world being heaven on earth. Yes, it is. A hundred percent. You're like completely fulfilling your mission because it's going to help them believe in being able to fulfill that other part of finding something and maybe reaching back out to a family member that's been searching for them and, you know, is ready to welcome them back into their home, you know? And thank you for kind of being the catalyst for this and for making me even think about things like this and what can I do in the here and the now to positively impact other people and, you know, to create more heaven on earth. Yeah, I am just so excited about this whole second season because it is just so inspirational to me how everything's unfolding. And every interview that I have, I just fall more in love with this whole concept. And I just feel the ripple effect happening more and more and more. And it just lights me up so much. It's amazing work and it's an amazing mission. And I love thinking of the ripple effect that, you know, each of us going out and doing things in the best way that we can. It's like, wow, that's going to really add up to some amazing shifts on the planet. Yeah, it's just kind of like the pay it forward type thing, but even more like determined to help a shift happen, you know? Okay, so I am going to put in my show notes all of the ways that everyone can connect with you. and. I'm so excited that we had this conversation and I would love to have you back on later. I know all of my listeners would love to hear just as much as I would love to hear what comes of this beautiful way that you are going to be anchoring in more heaven on earth onto our earth plane. I just love it so much. It's super impactful. Thank you. I would be honored to come back. All right. Until we meet again, everyone, we are offering everyone so much love and so much light. Thank you for joining me today on Heal Into Happy. My prayer is that you have gained more insight into your healing journey and that you are one step closer to loving yourself more fully in this now moment. And if you could do me a favor, please leave me a five-star review over on iTunes. My passion is empowering others on their healing journey. And with your review, you may help others struggling to heal find this message. Be sure to visit me at healintohappy.com for past episodes and more ways to connect with me. Also, please always remember that I am offering you so much love and light as I celebrate the divine sovereign being that I see in you.